0: Hello and welcome to Scotland Bites, a podcast about food and how this inspires the black and people of colour creative communities across Scotland. On each episode, myself and my co-host Jibemi will be speaking to an array of interesting individuals, independent restaurants, foodies and collectives and chatting about what makes food and creativity exciting for these communities in Scotland. So yeah, Jibemi, what's happening, man? <laughs> not a lot,
1: my brother. Not a lot, what are you telling me? you good, yeah?
0: Yeah, no, I'm good, I'm good. And I think like it'd be good to give the listeners a bit of context of why we came up with a podcast kind of centering on food i think first of all i'm a foodie i know you are as well all seeing those
1: uh, <laughs> wait, wait 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 hold on what are you trying to say what
0: are you trying to say <laughs> <laughs> no not at all man. no i know no, no. i was saying that um seeing your beef ragu instagram stories all the time
1: <laughs> you big up sugo if you can hear this i need that sponsorship in it
0: yeah, man, hopefully you do get that, man, as well. There's always been, for me anyway, kind of being passionate about food, just from, like, my culture, being Africa, being kind of um culture growing up in London. And I'm sure, for, like, for yourself, Jabemi, coming from a Nigerian um, background as well, that's been an important thing for you too.
1: Oh, yeah, like, there's not a lot of things in this world that means more to me than food, innit? Do you know what I mean? Especially, <laughs> especially that, that, that good home cooking, bro.
0: <sighs> for me, that is the thing, like, you, I always go to, like, my point of reference, if I'm feeling down or I'm feeling, like, just homesick or missing my mum's cooking, that thought of this home cooking, man, like, that that's, that's just the world to me, man.
1: Oh, bro, trust me. Like, it's so funny you say that because um, I was up in Edinburgh. Well, mm. my auntie likes to call it Edinburgh, but it's actually Fife, you know, but she calls it Edinburgh because it makes her sound bougie or something. Or not. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But I went and seen her the last day, bro, and she put Ebba And a goosey soup in front of me, bro, I lost my composure. I was like, (laughs) yo, I have not eaten this in years, bro. Literally had to go through, wash my hands and just back that in one, you know, like, and that feeling of just, you know, just getting back to just good home food, bro. Oh, it was Mm. sweet. It was really sweet.
0: But yeah, what's, what's in the goosey soup? I never had it.
1: There's just some, like, mad ingredients in it. I need to actually, like, Google, like, the exact specifics. But, bro, what I'm caring about is the assortment of meat that goes into it, innit? What's, what, what would you say is your
0: favourite food, though? I'm, I mean, I'm just thinking about on Sundays, yeah, at my mum's house, obviously, like, having rice and peas. My mum be, like, soaking the rice and peas overnight. And then you smell that, the bee, the peas boiling in the morning, as well as stew chicken, mm. jerk chicken, oxtail, curry goat so you know what it's too hard for me to kind of choose i'll actually order food that i kind of like <laughs> i love i'm thinking that, that that kind of gets me in that mindset of like yeah like i know anytime i go back home to london it's just like my mum knows yeah this is the food that like, you know you're this needing this happened. now yeah. yeah yeah but i think yeah, the big yeah. the big comfort thing for me jamaican chicken soup man this was like dumpling yam yeah, it's got vegetables in it as well. There's chicken. Yeah, man, and it's like pimento in there, <laughs> carrots. This, yeah, just like, and then also a bit of um, Scotch bonnet in there as well. Like a whole couple of them because I love spice as well. Like if people don't like spicy food, I just look at them in a funny way as well. Like, they are, like bro, I, I like your childish, man. bro. You're childish.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's like update your taste palette, please. How can yeah. you not like spice, bro? Like, I know. Man. Don't make sense. So whenever I go down to London. Like my sister's always made a full pot of fried rice, full mm. pot of jollof rice. You know what I mean? She's got the chicken and all that in the in the oven, just waiting, and like six bottles of super malt sitting in the fridge for me just waiting for me to come home and you know what I mean like yeah, that's, that's, what's that's what's the up, isn't it? <laughs> that's what's up bro yeah. but I'm not gonna lie yeah it took me a long time to actually get into like Jamaican food you know
0: did it how comes
1: yeah 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 I don't know like bro obviously it's like I'm a Niger but I'm African isn't it? you know what I mean I'm sticking to my roots that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember actually eating like watching was curry Corrigo for the first time and I was like "Wait, yeah, yeah. I've been playing myself this whole time bro yeah you know I mean? like, yeah <laughs> I think as well, even and like the, good jerk chicken as well.
0: Yeah, good. That's the thing. People say that like, you get a lot of places in London that do jerk chicken, but you have to go to places that do actually good jerk chicken. And I kind of like when, when I used to go to Jamaica right. a lot when I was younger. My mum made a point of saying, actually, yeah, taking like us as kids, like me and my brothers and sisters, actually getting that experience, the full kind of like actually going back home, kind of cultural experience. So that's when I had the proper jerk chicken out there. Because like, my mum's from Portland. Port Antonio is kind of known as okay. like kind of like the jerk, kind of like people with like specialises like they they do like a jerk festival okay. there as well. So like jerk pork, right, jerk right. fish, jerk chicken, like it's just crazy out there, man. So like the flavours there as well I was thinking that like, okay, so when I kind of always go to places in the UK and compare, i was like yeah, this is not this is not it to me. Like I can be quite complacent and quite picky <laughs> sometimes.
1: Bro, have you ever had jerk chicken in Scotland?
0: <laughs> yeah, I have. I have. And that, like there's there's a there's a couple of places that do it like in Aberdeen, and I'm just like, um,
1: yeah, that jerking jerk, bro. Yeah, that's that Jamie Oliver jerk, innit? <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, yeah, I walked into the event. Oh my God, bro, this was meant to be a jerking ev- jerking event, yeah, and I walked yeah. in, bro. As soon as I opened the door, I just smelt, and I was like, yeah, they ain't no jerking here, bro. <laughs> i just thought back how i left bro i just left i said yo thank you very much but not today
0: but that's the thing though and i noticed like i've seen like you know like um even like nigeria nigerian culture and caribbean culture is, is so much up for people trying to interpret it in their own way i remember i saw like one i don't know if you ever watched atlanta no 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 uh, you should watch that, like, produced by, um, Donald Glover. And he's obviously, like, done some rapping as Childish Gambino and the last yeah, yeah, series. Yeah. Childish. There's a character called Darius and he kind of, they're in London, they're doing the tour. Like, you have to kind of watch it to whole whole know, the whole context of, like, the show. And, and he goes and kind of takes, like, um, this girl um to Nigerian spot. So she's kind of asking him and that she's white and she's asking him, Oh, what do they call this and stuff? What's this? And he's saying, Oh, and he's an American guy from Atlanta saying, Oh, this is Jolliffe Rice and stuff. And then it's like and it switches to like a few weeks later that that Nigerian restaurants closed, and then there's this girl selling the food out of like one of those food trucks. <laughs> <laughs> call it like a <laughs> call it like a Niger bowl and stuff like that. So I always kind of think there's that bit as well. Like, I always, I always see it as like black culture being culture across the board, you know, influences so many different other cultures. There's always that bit of how our cultures always kind of can, you know, people try to interpret in their own ways as well. But like like you said, when yeah, you turned up at yeah. that event, you just had to just turn back around and be like, nah, this isn't it.
1: <laughs> yeah, because bro, I just knew there was nothing for me mm. in that space at that moment in time, bro. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I just knew, I knew if I ate that chicken, I would have been pissed. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, like <laughs> My head would have been hot. <laughs> Yo, I'm gonna get us cancelled by the like third episode, innit? not it? Like just telling man that the jerk ain't jerk. <laughs> but no, but I, I, you know, I don't think there's
0: like anything wrong in like saying that as well. I think there's a bit because like if you grow up like you know, I grew up with like Jamaican food, and then if somebody says, oh, I kind of see it as like an interpretation of Jamaican food. Like, for me, you know, someone says, oh, like, if they're not from the culture and they've been, like, oh, oh, it might taste good, but it's not like my mum's cooking. It's not like my cooking oh, yeah, it's not, yeah, yeah. not like my cooking and stuff, you know? So, like, I would see it as, like, just an interpretation and it's kind of like it can be hit and
1: miss. Yeah, I, I remember actually speaking to someone from South Asia and I was talking about, like, Chinese food and do mm. you know what I mean? But, bro, I just love Chinese food. And I remember actually speaking to someone and I'm like, like, real talk, like, all jokes aside, do you man's actually cook like this? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And they were just laughing. They were like, nah, bro. Like, <laughs> like, like if you go over to China and then place there, you ain't getting like <laughs> like the madness that you get over here, innit? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And I, I was like, oh, we're just used to that, the westernized idea of what Chinese food is, innit? Do you know what I mean? Like,
0: it's crazy. Oh, yeah, it's definitely been adapted for like a, a more like a western palate, I think, as well. And it, what people feel kind of more comfortable with, but I think, like, I like, I'm sure, like, you know, like, I've been used to having like just the offcuts or just the mad bits of like of an animal of like cow foot soup, mm. and I remember or tripe, like pigtail stew and that stuff, man. Like, yeah, so yeah. We just, you know, we have some like crazy, like even like fish head soup as well. So nothing is going going to waste. And I'm not gonna lie, waste, yeah. like when I say like fish head soup, some people might be like, what? But that no, nah, that's 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 the flavor. That's like that's one of the best soups I love, man.
1: Bro, if you put fish head and, like, cow foot in front of something, man, then man will fall RSPC RSPCA, bro. Do you know what I mean? Like...
0: <laughs> You're going to have me finished.
1: <laughs> Imagine if you just literally back soup in front of man and there's just a fish head just floating in it, bro. You're done out here.
0: Yeah, I've had a lot of those kind of things. I've just been spinging, like, some, like, chicken stew or, like, some curry goat to work. For like lunch or something. And some people are like, oh, what's that smell? Like, oh that smells really nice. Like, you know, you're kind of thinking like, I don't know, it's like not even like that kind of self-conscious thing. But I don't know if anyone that was listening had that. Someone's like just like almost kind of like sticking their nose and like, oh, what's that? Like I was thinking, like, yeah, it's my lunch. I just want to eat in peace kind of thing. <laughs> like yeah. leave me like leave me the fuck alone. Yeah,
1: just let me enjoy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, that's that's wild. I think it's just like um I think even more so like in Scotland now. I'm seeing a lot of like, almost kind of like um, a lot of places or restaurants doing that kind of like American kind of inspired, like loaded fries yeah. and all that kind of stuff. And it's kind of cool when it kind of kind of started, but now I'm just thinking like I'm getting tired of that. I want to see more and I actually experience different foods as well. Like I've never tried like Lebanese food, you know, like, um, yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. know, just like food from like in the Middle East as well. I'm, I'm that's what I'm kind of like vibing with more. And you see lots of places like that in London. I think, think slowly seeing a bit more places. I think for you guys, definitely more in the Central Belt, you've got so much more options than I've got in the northeast of Scotland. But I'm going to say like yeah. for you, obviously you came to Scotland like when you was a bit younger, and like Yeah, yeah. So I was yeah.
1: 14 when I moved up. So like 14 years ago now.
0: Yeah. So when you started obviously kind of getting a bit older, experiencing the food in the area, what was the kind of places you started going to? <laughs> Is that fish so and chips? So
1: you <laughs> need to understand that. <laughs> but again, like you need to understand. So it's like I moved from London to in mm-hmm. innit? So to put into perspective, there was only like four, five black families there. Yeah. So you know, you know, there's no African store for you to go get like gari mm. or pounded yam and all them things there. Do you know? So yeah, you know, my man had to adapt, innit? My man had to to readjust the taste palettes to. <laughs> bro well, I'll tell you this right now I never ate Sunday roast until I moved to Scotland I did not even know what that was I'm being honest mm-hmm. tell me you ate Sunday roast do you know what
0: I, this is wild and, and you might laugh but like we had our own kind of Caribbean Sunday kind of roast so basically my mum might roast the chicken the season up the day before then like cook it yeah. and have it with rice and peas, maybe some roast potatoes. Do
1: you know what? It, it would be a well, big But this is what I'm big saying, big big. bro. But bro, it went not coming with no Yorkshire puddings, gravy and all them things there. Bro, like, you know, we all had that dish that we ate on like a Sunday and mm-hmm. all them things, you know, Ooh. the roasted chicken and all them things there. But it wasn't until I, I came here and my man telling me, yo, yeah, you see, if you get that potato, yeah, you boil it and mash it up and that, yeah? And I'm like, that's pounded yam. <laughs> and they're like, nah, gee, that's not pounded yam. That's, that's mashed potatoes. <laughs> It was it was peak. Obviously, Mm. I was fortunate enough, you know. I was fortunate enough that um, my auntie just loves cooking, bro. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If it was up to my auntie, yeah. If it was up to my auntie, bro, I'd cook every day. I would be the sickest chef in the whole world. Mm. Do you know what I mean? But obviously, like growing up and stuff, you know, I'm young and I'm like, yeah, I ain't really trying to cook. You know, I'm just trying to eat. Getting things posted from like London. Do you know what I mean? So it's like you know. You couldn't just get plantain in it, so mm. so you, so you have to like pre-order the plantain. So by the time it gets shipped over, it's just nice and ripe in it. Oh, so you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. but it's the thing as well. Like,
0: I, I remember. I don't know if for for you, like when you live with your aunt, but I know like in comparison to I think like a younger generation, like food weren't getting wasted in my house. Like impossible. It, it's impossible. Exactly. That's not going to be happening.
1: Impossible. Where <laughs> <Yeah>. wasted? Where? <laughs> He's bro, you better freeze that
0: and run it back in the morning, bro. There definitely was a phase for me when I kind of got to that kind of like mid-older teens, actually kind of even distance distancing myself in terms of like actually the cultural food thing. I was thinking like, oh, actually when the fast food stuff started to pop up more and you're going out with your friends, I kind of leaned towards that for quite a bit growing up. And I kind of went a bit full circle because when I obviously moved to like the northeast of Scotland, Aberdeen, I was like, actually, no, nah, I miss my own cooking, man. So like, we didn't have a lot of places you could yeah. go and right now... Um, on George Street in Aberdeen, there's like loads of places, so like you can get all your like seasoning, everything, and like you know
1: oh, your halal, yes, your halal
0: yes. meat as well, and all those kind of things. Now I'm I'm doing that at home now. I'm cooking like you know and for my daughter as well, and like she just loves like the soup as well, obviously. But I can't mm-hmm, put like mm-hmm. the full on mm-hmm. Scotch bonnets in there as well, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but she's like, yeah. So I think for me, I feel kind of like lucky because even from a young age, my mum was like telling me and my older brother like. Yeah, you guys are gonna have to start like learn to cook, and you're not gonna be just be dependent on someone looking after you. You have to learn how to look after yeah, yourself. Yeah. So I think like yeah. I was cooking from about even like twelve, thirteen cooking. I actually enjoy cooking though, and I find it quite just relaxing and chill. Even, even you know what, even washing up dishes for me, I find that relaxing.
1: Yeah, well, bro, here's the thing with me, and I'm sure people listening to can relate on it. Mm-hmm. Like, like I I love cooking, about like I was saying, but them dishes are just long just long, it's just long, bro. I'm sorry. Bro, imagine, imagine you just cooked the longest meal, bro. The most beautiful meal ever, bro. You sit down, you've just ate it, bro. You've just ate it. We you want to do then is chill. Just relax, it, Yeah. And now, and now I've got to stand up, go to the kitchen and start washing dishes for a reason, bro.
0: <laughs> nah it's not happening
1: it's not happening you know and then you leave it this is the biggest thing you leave it overnight mm-hmm. and then it's just long because then you wake up the next day you've got to deal with last, last night's mistake bro nah bro <laughs> nah it's just it's just painful bro it's painful I'm not gonna lie
0: <laughs> nah no, I, I, yeah no for me I don't mind it like I think like even now in our household, like I cook Christmas dinner, I do that over the past for like five or six years. I actually like doing that, and I kind of grew up with that. I'm sure you probably similar. Like, I got like a big family, and also like extended family, like on my mum's side. Yeah, and like I'm just used to going to from a young age, going to like christenings and like weddings, but then family hiring like a big kind of like church hall something so you've got like your cousins aunts and all your other relatives who specialize in like the curry goat and oxtail or making patties and and then you've got like your uncle or cousins got the big sound system and stuff and I think the reason why like even the older generation did that because financially it's worked out better and then you know you can go and hire whole space instead of going to like a formal kind of place as well so those are the kind of things I think about is like that kind of makes me like cooking like big meals for lots of people and like having a lot of people around the table. But I love that kind of process as well because I think even yeah. like the conversations you have around the table when you eat, because I grew up in that generation about when it was dinner time, TV's going off, computers going off, everyone's sitting down at the table. Everyone's sitting, like, my mom's yeah. not running no kind of like things Or this, like, in like oh yeah, you're going to sit down on the sofa and eat your food, like the couch, you know, like the, the living room's a sacred room or something in the household. <laughs> so you're not making any good, you're not spilling any gravy stains on the sofa and that, like. <laughs> You are literally going to sit at the table and eat and stuff like that, so and you're, you're finishing yes, the food yeah. as well. So even that kind yeah. of stuff as well. Like I make a point, even like you know me, my wife and the daughter. Like we we always sit at our table and we all kind of just like just chill. And it's kind of relaxing. I think even like a kind of like mindset thing. And actually, yeah, the day like we all been through different things a day. We're at nursery, but we just get to chill and be together. So that's what I kind of like about the whole this cooking kind of experience, man, as well. And I think you know it's it's given me just a lot of kind of actually um, positives as well, and about actually how, like, you know, even being like a dad. And I know, like, obviously, you're a dad, mm-hmm. is, you know, a father as well. And it kind of makes me think, like, oh, yeah, cool. You know, I'm glad I had this kind of like upbringing to know, like, yeah, and sit down with your family and stuff like that and just converse and stuff and have conversation. I noticed that as well when I go out with friends, we go out for a nice meal. Just talking about life, man, as well. But even like, I got a lot of friends who are artists and kind of creatives. I think like I don't mind going for a drink. I'm not a big, big, big drinker, but like, you know, when we go out for a meal, we'll have a few drinks and we're just talking about our our plans and stuff. And I don't know whether that's like for you when you're going on tour. You're catching you know, you guys can get a, a time to actually get something decent to kinda of eat and just kinda of sit down and kinda of just take in the day's events.
1: Yeah, um that's a very, very major major thing. Like even <laughs> Even when I try to do like meetings and try like secure any sort of like deals and stuff, like more time, I love just going somewhere, finding a nice restaurant, and just sitting down and eating in it. Mm-hmm. It's just something that feels a little bit free when you're sat
0: mm-hmm.
1: around the table and eating. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, 100. I feel like you can you can tell a lot about someone even just just sitting face to face with food. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? That like, you're just like, okay, this person is cool or whatever. Really, yeah. Like, food is is very 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 even before we go on tour, you know, like every time, or even before most shows we do, we all meet up and just have something to eat. Yeah. A family. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, it's like food just kind of brings all of us together Mm -hmm. to just sit, discuss about what we're about to do, what we're about to encounter. And everybody can speak so freely over it. Do you know what I mean? So it's important. Yeah. You know,
0: I think even like last year we went to like the Spanish butcher, I think it was like November, December time. Yeah. 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 And that was yeah, that was yeah, that was good food, man. Spanish butchers, yeah. No, I enjoyed it as well. But I think we was there for a while, and you and yeah, thanks, yeah, you 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 secured that table for us as well.
1: Yo, listen, I'm I'm gonna be honest. This whole podcast, I am going to try. My goal by the end of this is to try secure (laughs) secure free food. (laughs) But yeah, no Spanish butcher was great, and yeah, and like you say, you know. How long was we just sat there just catching up and just? you know what
0: is Absolutely, and I think I think as well for the listeners that they, they won't even notice. Like as a team for like we're here, Scotland. That was the first time we all probably met. met
1: yeah. few, a Few of us yeah. kind of well, met as yeah as a group kind of thing. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. So that was just kind of like um, that was really cool. And you know, I think it was there for like few good few hours. But it was just talking about life in general and. I think that's the kind of thing is Like you're right, you do get to kind of know someone a bit better around a table. You know, you get like that kind of more like, I guess, that like kind of honest and, and the open and honest kind of this like dialogue man. And I think that's just like so important. Like I've, I've, a lot of ways. I've been around like family tables growing up, and then big arguments come out and stuff as well. And then, damn, like yeah, like if anyone, if anyone knows, I look at that, like that's lit. Yeah, <laughs> it's lit. <laughs> But yeah, I was going to say, like, um, what what kind of places are you going to now that you're kind of catching the vibe that you're saying, yeah, I'm enjoying this kind of place. And, you know, beyond, like, Uber Eats and stuff, where are you kind of going to, like, recently?
1: I <laughs> <laughs> said, I don't want to see your Uber Eats for seeing it. <laughs> <laughs> you know me. Mm-hmm. Me and my sugo, go hand in hand, mm-hmm. Beef Ragoon, number five gang. Do you know what I mean? Um, I went to that Calabash recently. Was that Spanish? Yeah, it's that African spot. Oh, okay. No, 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 African spot, okay. bro. So do you know where Four Corners is? Like where you've got McDonald's, KFC, Pizza Hut, and is it Tim Horton? Tim Horton, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So the Four Corners bit, there's like a little bit just there. Okay. That's like an African spot, in it? But more time, right now, if I'm being very honest, bro, I'm either in Sugo or I'm in that spot.
0: Okay, okay. How about you? Me? Um, I went to a place in Aberdeen just recently called... Um, Tasty tea. It's like a Nigerian spot. It's been. It's actually quite good, man. It's cool. I enjoyed it. Nice. It's well. And definitely just they just started doing stuff on Deliveroo as well, and and Just Eat. So that's like a local, like independent one. So I'm just, I'm just kind of trying to like support, like the the black and like people color owned kind of like businesses that is kind of up and coming. I think it was like a chat of a yeah. Restaurant coming up. I, think, I can't remember the name of it. They're based in Dundee and they opened up a spot in Aberdeen. If somebody was listening let's can remind me. Um, but I think that's like black owned as well. I think they're like um, Nigerian and they're doing like African and like Caribbean kind of food as well. But a lot of people like rating them. There's, there's a local place. I'm not going to mention it. Who do, who say they do Caribbean food, but <laughs> I've tried it and... It's not, it's not to my liking. No offence to them. That's why I'm not mentioning their name as well. I think they've been going for like a few years.
1: Broski, you live in Aberdeen, bro. I'm sure <laughs> people will be able to figure that one out yeah. in like, two seconds.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just trying to be polite, but I am sure people can put that together. I can imagine now. When this episode comes out, people be in the DMs like, oh, are you talking about this place? I was going kind to of just like...
1: Oh, bro, you're finished. <laughs> yeah. You're finished. You try to walk in there, they're like, nah, gee. nah I heard your podcast, bruv. <laughs>
0: the thing is, like, when it first opened, I went in there a couple of times, and I was just like, you know, the first time you go somewhere, you're thinking that like, and everyone's talking about it, and then you go in, you're, yeah, like, oh, yeah, so, yeah. Like, you're thinking, like, oh, let me try it one more time and give it one more chance, and then you do that, and you're thinking, like, nah, actually... No, nah, that nah, this is not yes, the vibe for me. So, and that this is years ago. So it was like I'm. Not, this is like going back 2019. The last time I went in that place as well, <laughs> man. But yeah, I was gonna say like um one thing. I definitely kind of like. I think it's how we can get like the listeners involved with like um Scotland bikes as well. Like I'm always up for like recommendations that people kind of like send to us and say, "Oh, check this out." Even family-run yeah. places as well. That's just definitely something that we want to do for this kind of podcast. You know. Um,
1: I know you said I shouldn't bring my Uber Eats into this, yeah, but I mean, just when you yeah. Just how much have you spent on Uber Eats? Like... This... Let's not talk about that. Let's not talk about that, bro. That is private and confidential information, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? I found this place in Glasgow on yeah. Uber Eats. It's called 07 Catering Ltd. Yeah, it's an African spot, like mm-hmm. Nigerian thing. Yeah, bro, these man's gave me a jollof rice, munchie box, bro. Bro, they give you chicken wings, gizzard beef plantain vegetable spring rolls tomato stew shito salad oh my god and then super on top of that for 20 pound bro
0: Damn,
1: bro when i told you i was enjoying life bro <laughs> i was enjoying i said jollof rice monkey box so yeah my recommendation to you man is mm-hmm. go check that spot out cool bro it was beautiful bro
0: oh yeah okay shout out to them though as well man so that's your recommendation
1: See, like, so I've ate a lot of jollof rice from mm-hmm. spots in, 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 in Scotland and it. I'm not going to name names in that, but bro, I went into one one day. Yeah. That man put jollof rice in front of me and the thing was brown, bro. It was brown. I said, Your jollo- <laughs> <laughs> jollof rice is meant to be vivid red. Yeah. Fire, right? Mm. This thing come, I'm looking at it. I'm looking at the woman and I'm looking at it. I'm looking at the woman. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know if you've clocked this. I don't know what it's like in Aberdeen, innit? But seeing Glasgow, more time you go try to get some nice African food in a restaurant and you know it's gonna cost you an arm and a leg, Yeah, Blanny, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, like, 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 bro, it's just it's just facts, innit? Do you know what I mean? It's not it's not like London prices, isn't it? Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? It, it it comes with that with that Scotland tax on top of it. Do you know what I mean? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's rare up here,
0: isn't it? Like it's especially speciality. It's rare,
1: man. it's rare, bro. Mm. I tried all the suya one day and they were telling me 27 pounds. I said, huh? I said, 27 pounds for suya. And she's like, yeah. I was like, auntie, thank you very much. Thank you very much. But it's a no from me, dog. I love suya, but I ain't paying that tax on that. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so see if you're able to, to just find the spot that's like beautiful food. Very, very, very like home. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's like, I think it's run by Africans and stuff like that. Yeah.
0: But yeah, definitely that, you know, like, obviously, like, you know, Jibem is giving his recommendation for you guys, listeners. But yeah, for the wider audience, you know, if you can, like, let us know, you know, just drop us like a DM on Instagram or you can email us as well. give us kind of recommendations or yeah, or you can send us a vote, a voice note as well, a voice message and just kind of give us your recommendations. And we can include that in the next episode of the podcast. That'd be much appreciated. Damn. We're kind of like, we've gone like crazy on the time, Jibemi, man. Um, I think we we literally just kind of scratched the surface today, but I think, you know, (laughs) next kind of following episodes, we will be kind of speaking to people, black and like people of color artists and creatives about like their food influ- influences and what kind of inspires them and stuff like that so yeah anyone who's, in, who's interested in getting involved in the podcast yeah just drop us a line as well any last words J- ben, before we
1: head i ain't gonna lie bro i'm just thinking about food right now
0: Me too, man. <laughs> i know it's still like in
1: the morning but like, i'm hungry now bro my stomach is just like mm,
0: food <laughs> nice one nice one but yeah People, thank you for tuning in to um, We Are Here Scotland's um, podcast, Scotland Bites. We really appreciate it. We'll we'll be back soon with a new episode. And also, yeah, let us know what you think as well. Feedback will be much appreciated. So, yeah, um, it's going to be a goodbye from us just now. And, yeah, we'll see you soon. Take care.